Welcome to the Business English Podcast. Dear listeners, today's episode is a special treat for all you business professionals out there who want to review anything and everything like a true pro. Yes, you heard me right, anything. Reviewing is like the Swiss army knife of the business world. It's versatile, essential, and if used correctly, can solve many of your business challenges. Think of a project that just ended or a negotiation that could have gone better. What do you do? You review it, of course. Now, let's mix in a little bit of grammar magic, shall we? I know, I know, grammar may sound dull, but stay with me here. We're diving into the world of conditionals. Sound familiar? So if you've been with us recently on the Business English Podcast, you will know we have spent considerable time unpacking these little linguistic gems. They are all about the ifs and the buts that add spark to your sentences. So if you haven't heard the episodes on how we use conditionals in Business English, go back and smash through them as the grammar constructions and use cases laid out in those episodes are going to seriously add some excellence to your communication. And that is exactly why we're here, isn't it? Now, where were we? Imagine being in a meeting and saying, if we increase our marketing budget, we will attract more customers. It's like sprinkling some future possibility glitter on your sentence. That is the magic of the first conditional. Or how about reflecting on a decision? If we had chosen a different strategy, we would have succeeded. Oh, the wisdom of the third conditional. It's like having a time machine for your words taking you back to show what could have been. Conditionals are not just about playing with grammar, they're about crafting your thoughts, making predictions, sharing dreams, or even expressing regrets from time to time. It's like dancing with words, and who doesn't like a good dance, especially in the boardroom? So today, we're going to tango with the zero, first, second, third, and mixed conditionals, and no you don't need your dancing shoes for this. Just turn the volume up and put the thinking caps on. We'll explore how these conditionals can become your new best friends in reviewing projects, meetings, negotiations, and well, as I said earlier, just about anything. So grab a cup of your favourite coffee or tea, find a comfortable spot, and let's get started. But first, audio on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business English Podcast, helping professionals communicate more effectively, more confidently, and with impact. With your host, Rob, from Energetic English. Let's get down to business. Ah, the zero conditional. Now, don't let the name scare you off. The zero conditional is like the rock solid foundation of a mighty skyscraper. It's all about facts, general truths, and rules that always, and I mean always, apply. Let's play around with some examples, shall we? Picture yourself in a bustling office. You've got a rule that states, if you analyse data consistently, it reveals patterns. It's not about possibilities or what might happen. It's a concrete fact. Analyze data consistently and patterns emerge as surely as night follows day. This is the zero conditional hard at work. Or how about this one? 
If you schedule weekly meetings, you maintain better team communication. Are you noticing a rhythm here? Schedule meetings, maintain communication. It's like a little dance of cause and effect where the steps never change. You can rely on it. It's a business waltz that never misses a beat. So why does this matter when reviewing in business? Think about those times when you're assessing a project or analysing a negotiation. You need clear, unchanging principles to guide you. The Zero Conditional provides you with that stability. It's like the North Star of your business ship, guiding you through reviews with certainty and clarity. It allows you to say, this is how it works every single time. No exceptions. Now, it's your turn. Take a moment to think about some general rules in your workplace. What are the always true principles that guide your business decisions, reviews, or even your daily routine? If you do this, what happens? Okay, let's go ahead. Say this out loud. If I do X, Y happens. I'll say that again. If I do X, Y happens. Feel the certainty of those words. That's the zero conditional, giving you the confidence to review like a pro. Now, I want to go back over those two phrases that we did just now and give you opportunity to repeat them. So, repeat after me. If we analyse data consistently, it reveals patterns. If we analyse data consistently, it reveals patterns. Great, let's try the other one. If we schedule weekly meetings, we maintain better team communication. If we schedule weekly meetings, we maintain better team communication. Now, remember, it's not about the flash and dazzle. The zero conditional is the reliable friend that's always there, steadfast and true. It's the go-to dance partner in the ballroom of business reviews. Okay, stay tuned as we continue to explore the wonderful world of conditionals. Up next, we'll be stepping into the realm of future possibilities with the first conditional. But for now, let's give a respectful nod to the Zero Conditional, our ever-dependable guide in the review process. All right, fellow business adventurers, buckle up because we're now journeying into the fantastic future with the first conditional. If you thought the zero conditional was a reliable guide, wait till you meet its sparkling cousin, always ready to speculate about what tomorrow might bring. The first conditional is like a crystal ball, showing you a glimpse of what could be. But don't worry, no magical powers are needed here. It's all about logical connections between a possible condition and a likely result. Here's a little taste. If we find issues in this project review, we will address them. I'll say that again. If we find issues in this project review, we will address them. Can you feel the anticipation in those words? It's like standing on the edge of a new discovery, waiting to see what unfolds. If something happens, then something else will follow. 
How about this one? If you complete the audit by Friday, I will include it in the quarterly review. If you complete the audit by Friday, I will include it in the quarterly review. Now, that's a promise, isn't it? Complete that audit and Viola, into the review it goes. It's like planting a seed and knowing a beautiful plant will grow all in good time. Using the first conditional in reviews is like being a wise business fortune teller. You're looking at potential outcomes, making predictions and setting plans in motion. It adds a sprinkle of excitement to your review process. Think about reviewing a negotiation or assessing future strategies. You're not just looking at what is, you're envisioning what could be. The first conditional helps you articulate those visions, turning them into actionable statements. So let's bring it round to you again. Think about a future plan or review in your own business world. What's a possible condition and what's the likely result? Go ahead and frame it like this. If we do this, we will achieve that. If we do this, we will achieve that. Do you feel that tingle of anticipation? That's the first conditional at work, letting you peek into the future with confidence and a hint of playfulness. Okay, let's go over the aforementioned phrases again, and I'd like you to repeat them after me. If we find issues in this project review, we will address them. If we find issues in this project review, we will address them. Great. Here's the second one. If you complete the audit by Friday, I will include it in the quarterly review. If you complete the audit by Friday, I will include it in the quarterly review. Excellent. Remember, the first conditional isn't just about dreaming big, it's about connecting actions and outcomes. It's a tool and a guide that allows you to speculate about the future with a little bit of confidence. So the next time you're in a review meeting, don't be shy to pull out the first conditional. Let it take the lead and watch how it turns your reviews into a dynamic dialogue of possibilities. Next up, we're going to dive into the world of hypothetical scenarios with the mysterious second conditional. So don't go away. Now, before jumping into the next section, I wanted to take this opportunity to let you know that if you wanted to get more out of the Business English podcast, then that is possible. For example, full transcripts complete with timestamps so you never miss an expression, phrase-focused one-pages to quickly refresh your memory before that next last-minute meeting, pronunciation support to assist with the trickier elements of business English, live read-along transcripts, quizzes, and much more. If this sounds like it could be useful, then the Business English Podcast premium subscription could be for you. Check out the details at the link in the show notes. Right, on with the show. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, brace yourselves. 
we're stepping into the realm where imagination reigns supreme. Welcome to the second conditional, where we explore the what-ifs of the business world. These aren't mere flights of fancy, they are hypothetical scenarios, dressed to impress. Imagine the second conditional as a business superhero, donned in a sharp suit and armed with a briefcase full of what could be. It's not about what's real, it's about what could have been or might be under different circumstances. Intriguing, isn't it? Let's dive into an example. If we had a larger budget, we could consider more marketing strategies in our review. If we had a larger budget, we could consider more marketing strategies in our review. Ah, the dream of a bigger budget. Who hasn't been there? But notice how this isn't just wishful thinking. It's a clear hypothetical statement that can guide your decision making. Or here's a twist. If you were in charge of this department, how would you evaluate performance? If you were in charge of this department, how would you evaluate performance? Now that's a thought-provoking question. It's inviting a creative response, a glimpse into an alternate reality where you hold the reins. It's like taking a test drive in the CO's chair. Using the second conditional in reviews is like having a brainstorming session with limitless possibilities. You're opening doors, asking what if, and letting ideas flow. It's a fantastic tool for innovation, creative problem solving, and thinking outside of that proverbial box. So why not try it right now? Think about a recent review or a decision you've been facing. Pose a hypothetical scenario using the second conditional. If this were different, what could we do? If this were different, what could we do? Say it out loud and see where your mind takes you. Now, let's drill those two previous statements once again. Repeat after me. If we had a larger budget, we could consider more marketing strategies in our review. If we had a larger budget, we could consider more marketing strategies in our review. Excellent. Second one. If you were in charge of this department, how would you evaluate performance? If you were in charge of this department, how would you evaluate performance? Feel the excitement? That is the second conditional, turning your reviews into thrilling explorations of what could be. It's like a brainstorming party and everyone's invited. And don't forget, it's not just about daydreaming. The second conditional empowers you to think creatively, strategize differently, and review with a fresh perspective. It's like having a secret weapon in your business toolkit, always ready to challenge the status quo. So, embrace the second conditional, your new ally in hypothetical thinking. Let it guide you in your reviews, challenge you in your meetings, and inspire you in decision-making. And up next, we're going on a reflective journey with the third conditional. Let's crack on, shall we? Okay then, ladies and gentlemen, we have dealt with the present, we have looked into the future, and even dabbled with hypotheticals. 
Now it's time to turn the pages of our business history books and reflect on what might have been. Welcome to the reflective world of the third conditional. The third conditional is like a wise mentor, always ready to sit down with you and ponder the lessons of the past. It's about missed opportunities, alternative paths, and the wisdom we gain from looking back. It's the could have, would have, should have of the business world. Let's unwrap an example, shall we? If we had implemented that strategy, we would have seen higher sales. If we had implemented that strategy, we would have seen higher sales. Notice the longing in that sentence. The third conditional lets you explore past decisions and their hypothetical outcomes, allowing you to learn and grow. Or how about this reflective gem? If you had attended that meeting, you could have shared your insights. If you had attended that meeting, you could have shared your insights. It's not about blame, it's about understanding what might have made a difference. It's a looking glass into an alternate past filled with lessons and insights. Using the third conditional in reviews is like having a wise elder on your business council, guiding you through the paths not taken. It's not about dwelling in regret, but learning from experience. It's a tool for growth, for understanding, for evolving. Okay, now it's your turn. Think about a recent project or a decision that didn't go as planned. Frame it in the third conditional. If we had done X, we could have achieved Y. If we had done X, we could have achieved Y. Say it out loud and feel the weight of those words, the wisdom that they carry. Let's go back and drill those two sentences again. If we had implemented that strategy, we would have seen higher sales. If we had implemented that strategy, we would have seen higher sales. Great. The second one? If you had attended that meeting, you could have shared your insights. If you had attended that meeting, you could have shared your insights. Do you feel that connection to the past? That's the third conditional, inviting you to reflect, learn, and grow. It's like having a heart to heart with your business self, recognizing the lessons and preparing to move forward. And as we move into the final act of this episode, English grammar has one final trick up its sleeve, and that is the mysterious yet magnificent world of mixed conditionals. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached our grand finale of our conditional dance today. And what a journey it's been. But like any great performance, we're ending with a dazzling flourish. Welcome to the versatile and vibrant world of mixed conditionals. Mixed conditionals are the time travelers of our grammatical toolkit. They blend the present with the past, the real with the hypothetical. They're like the seasoned business strategists capable of drawing lessons from the past and applying them to the present and future. Imagine mixed conditionals as a master chess player, calculating moves across the board of time, always ready to connect yesterday with today. Sounds intriguing, doesn't it? 
Okay, let's explore more. Here's a thought-provoking example. If we had met our sales targets last year, past, we wouldn't be facing these budget constraints now, present. If we had met our sales target last year, we wouldn't be facing these budget constraints now. Can you feel the bridge between the past and the present? That's the mixed conditional, linking lessons from yesterday with the challenges today. Or ponder this reflective statement. If our team were more cohesive, hypothetical present, we could have clinched that last deal, past. If our team were more cohesive, we could have clinched that deal. We're mixing a present condition with a past result. Using mixed conditionals in reviews is like having a time machine for your business. You're not just looking at the here and the now, you're connecting dots across time, reflecting on how past decisions shape current realities. Why not give it a try? Think of a situation where the past and the present intersect in your business. Frame it in a mixed conditional. If this were different now, that could have been different then. If this were different now, that could have been different then. Use it in your own contextual examples, explore it, and see what it uncovers. Now, let's go back and drill those previous two sentences just like before. If we had met our sales targets last year, we wouldn't be facing these budget constraints now. If we had met our sales targets last year, we wouldn't be facing these budget constraints now. Excellent. Second one here. If our team were more cohesive, we could have clinched that deal. If our team were more cohesive, we could have clinched that deal. Feel the power? That is the mixed conditional, turning your reviews into insightful journeys through time. It's like having a wise sage and a clever strategist all rolled into one, always ready to illuminate the path. And there we have it, the grand finale of our conditional extravaganza. We've moved through zero, first, second, third, and mixed conditionals and you haven't missed a beat. From the simple truths of general rules to the time-travelling reflections of mixed realities, we've explored it all. But what does it mean for you, the business professional, eager to review anything like a pro? It means you now have a pocket full of linguistic magic, ready to dazzle in meetings, impress in reviews, and reflect like a seasoned sage. The conditionals aren't just grammatical constructs. They're your new business partners. They're your strategists, your creatives, your reflectors, all working in unison to elevate your business language. Imagine walking into your next review meeting armed with these insightful tools. You're like the conductor leading an orchestra of ideas, harmonising the past, present and future, all in one fluid symphony of thoughts. But let's not forget the playfulness of our journey. Business doesn't always have to be stern and serious. As we've seen, a sprinkle of imagination, a touch of curiosity, and a willingness to dance with words can turn even the most mundane review into an exciting exploration. So, ladies and gentlemen, I encourage you to take these newfound friends, these conditionals, 
and make them your own. Practice them, play with them, and most importantly, use them to review like a pro. And as you stride confidently into your next business adventure, remember that the words you choose and the way you frame your thoughts can make all the difference. After all, if you review like a pro, you'll surely succeed like one too. Thank you for joining me on this delightful journey through the world of business English and reviewing using conditionals. It's been an absolute pleasure to be your guide today, your dance partner and fellow explorer. Until next time, keep reviewing, keep reflecting, and of course, keep it strictly business. You have been listening to the Business English Podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and we'll see you next time.